and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater of the Now, and visit theaterofthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. King of Kings has been crowned, and we're here to break it all down. It's time to recap the grand finale of Dragula Season 3. And for one last time this season, I'm joined by Seraphim. Howdy. How are, how are oh, you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. No, it's fine. How's it going? Um, good, good, good. Excited. Um, sad the season's over. but Yeah, it went, it went by kind of quick. It did. It. They didn't drag it on. They didn't have like 15 contestants filled with like... 12 filler queens like some other shows. Oop, bloop, bloop. Uh, it's very, very true. I mean, looking at uh, Drag Race UK with only a cast of 10 and they're all pretty damn talented, it's a good formula. 10 is the magic number, I think, for like competitions like that. I agree. That's why we usually have 10 at Iconic. Um, but that's a whole other story. We'll get to that at the uh, Block Talk Live <laughs> tomorrow. Which, if you're listening to this, you may have time to get to. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know when I'm releasing this. But um, the biggest news story of Dragula is the show is off Amazon Prime and it's now on Netflix. Oh, it's off Amazon Prime? Oh, it is off. It is off Amazon Prime. <laughs> maybe season one may be there, but season two and three are on Netflix. That's so funny. Also, it's a power what a, move. What a big fuck you to, like, um, season one. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, not well made, so I get why. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but rough. Yeah, but it was one of those things where, like, I went to go back and watch it on <laughs> Amazon. I was like, it's not there. And then you see their big post of being like, we've moved. It's Good like, for that. Amazon was terrible it all was, they season. Were, they were terrible to them. They would not release it on time or they would release it early. Yeah. They didn't even have any control over it. I think Netflix is going to be a happy place for them should the show continue on there. Yeah. Would they, do you think they would do it like a weekly release? Like, well, do they do that in the U.S.? Um, I, I don't know. I, I think they, I know they're... they have for like the U.K. drag race. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, if they stay on Netflix, I would hope they would do it as a weekly thing. But because um, I don't want to watch like binge it i don't want yeah, to yeah. show because it, it's exciting to be able to do it and uh, then it's like over quickly exactly so i think they're i'm sure they have some other competition shows where they've given it weekly yeah i have no idea yeah we'll find out but let's talk about this episode overall thoughts nah. i agree <laughs> i agree it was so like anticlimactic like there was no real build-up um there was just some filler bullshit in the beginning and then um they did their looks. They didn't even deliberate. No, they didn't. And then it was just like, and it was okay, the shortest episode of the uh, of the season. How long was it? It was only forty six minutes. It, I mean, it felt it, short. It, yeah, it was definitely we're there and then we're done. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I was very very drunk and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, we're it's over? Well, I missed everything." And when I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh, I actually did miss a lot." <laughs> um, but. You, you got to watch it um, at Madeline's viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cute. Um, so I got, like... You got some tea to spill when we get to it? Not, I mean, not that much, but, like, just a little background info on some of the looks. Nice. Well, let's talk about some of the bullshit, a.k.a. the opening movie. 
Um, the boules have a crown and scepter. It's very ominous. They're also wearing some big ass headpieces that look like tentacles. <laughs> cool. Um, oh, and bitch putting in Vander Von Otto there too. Um, they all hail to the guardians of the watch watchtower of all the directions. Um, they each represent something Dragula related, but honestly, it's really just not worth noting. This was like weird. I mean, we all love some witchy wild spells and all, but what did this give us? I, I, their movie is just like didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like they're I, a cute concept. I just wish they were like better hashtag. I, I agree. Um, the one thing that I will say, Bitch Puddin' looks fucking creepy as all hell. Um, that face and everything. Um, too bad the other three really didn't put too much time in, but I guess when <laughs> three out of four are producers, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I know, it's kind of funny, like, Bitch isn't, but, like, Vander very much is. Yeah. And I know, like, last season, um, at least, what's her face? Um, oh, that rabbit bitch from season... <laughs> rabbit uh, Oh, it begins with it now. Loris. Loris worked on the show last season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was part of it this season. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, again, this was filler, I guess, because it was already going to be a short episode. They needed to put something else in. It's a new day. We're back in the boudoir, and the top three are all very jovial. Um, Landon can't believe he's here, and he's so excited. Um, and as the first person to speak in confessional, it was telling that this was going to be a Landon-centric episode. Yep. <laughs> um, Dahlia is excited and shocked to, that she's there. Um, Landon is not surprised that Dahlia is there because she's there for herself and not her family lineage. <laughs> it's going to be repetition in this podcast because we're going to talk about the same exact things all night. Uh, Dahlia said focusing on the Black House shadow was a distraction to her. Yet, isn't she the one who brought it up all the time? I mean, yeah, but I think it's like retrospect. She's like, yeah. oh, I shouldn't have that. That's fair. Priscilla reminds everyone that you that all you have in this competition is yourself. And I understand that sentiment. I mean, didn't um, she also make her drag mommy, like, out of one of the competitions? She fetters? sure did. Fake. She sure did. And what a fantastic drag mom to have. <laughs> Shut up. She's nice. <laughs> I'm sure she's the nicest person in the world. Anyway, Dahlia wears the term bitch as a way of pride. So does bitch put You're right, because it's her name. <laughs> uh, Landon's top three did not turn out the way he thought it would be. Oop. That was funny, though. <laughs> Me neither, girl. Um, <laughs> I think that's kind of telling, though, that the competitions can go anyway and we've seen that in new york nightlife this week it's Ugh. you gotta let gotta, gotta roll with the punches and let it ride the way it rides <laughs> okay. you get bitchy about it well that's on you uh priscilla came out uh came in fearless and always saw herself in the top three and you can see she said told you so she 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 knew she was going to be there and and you know what i i admire her her confidence work because I did not think it was going to happen. Same. She hates when people underestimate her, so I apologize for underestimating you. I mean, I definitely did. I mean, she had some good looks. Yeah. Um, but mostly I just really loved her confessionals. Yeah, no, I mean, she was very <laughs> she was very good at confessionals. Her talking head, she was a great narrator. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly very important in these kinds of shows. Dahlia points out that it's super cool that a drag king is put on television in the mainstream, but Landon doesn't think, that, think about it, but only about that the way he his performance is put on a grander scale that was very well articulated yes better by landon and not by me <laughs> i'm very bad at reading my notes apparently no i think those are really really i like landon talking about how drag kings are not 
a token in this show and how he wants to be represented as an equal. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like he was kind of used like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily he was, I mean, undeserving, like undeniably like deserving of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Dahlia says that there is a cookie cutter representation, representation of drag in the mainstream culture, but there is more drag that is blossoming and growing as the queer community gets larger and larger. And as she says, what about us? Cool. Um, Priscilla says, fuck the rules. There's no wrong way to do drag. I don't know. I, I would say the same thing. I think there are some wrong ways to do drag. Um, but all drag is valid. Just make it good. Uh, Landon is a king standing amongst queens and wants to be a good representation that others can follow. And you know what? You succeeded. You did very, very well. Landon can't wait to have the weight lifted off his shoulders once the crown is placed on his head. And once again, we're going to be repeating this idea all episode long. The alarm sounds, and they make their way to the main stage for the last time. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Challenge reveal. This time, the boulets um, are live. We don't get a video package. Um, They're live and in person as they sit in their giant black chairs wearing... um, what I wrote as a very DC Seraphim white costume with a white veil over their head and rhinestone cross earrings. Uh, it was very, very DC Seraphim. Yeah. Like when you first came here, this is that is exactly what I would expect you to wear. Well, then they got good taste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it looks really good. It worked for them. It wasn't my favorite book. No, no, but it, it was <laughs> fine. Um, I mean, they, they spent a lot of money this season on their looks. <laughs> Some of them should, they should get refunds on, but they spent a lot of money. So, in one week, one of the top three will walk away with $25,000 in the title of Dragula, the world's next super monster. For the final floor show, they must conceptualize three looks based on filth, horror, and glamour. They will then serve the looks on the main stage and tell a story by showing who they are as a performer. Confidence, stage presence, and the ability to perform will be considered as well as their looks. And I think that is very important to remember um, as we discuss the looks and everything later on sure um because if it was just look based things could have been a little different (laughs) i don't think this episode was gonna go any other way no i don't think so either but oh i was not impressed by a couple things but they're in the boudoir they're back they are ready for this final challenge and there's more discussion about them finally getting there and doing it and like they literally just ran out of things to talk about but then we finally do move to a discussion about the Last Supper. Priscilla reminds the room that she got half the votes and Landon got the other half of the votes. It's so weird. So how does Dahlia feel? Well, two sides. Disappointed because she's close to Eva and Madeline and how could her two friends not believe in her? But she's not here for validation. She values their opinions, but only to a degree. Of course you're hurt. You, you're you valid to be hurt. Please be hurt. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, I'm mad as hell. Yeah, you're allowed to be upset that your two close friends did not think you deserve to win. Like, Fuck you, Grandma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, lineage. Um, so, like, it, it kind of bothered me that she was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, because I don't believe her. And I mean, I think she was fine, but, like, that, it does... I think... Like, I mean, her saying it's fine, I feel like she was just like, okay, like, it's not going to break me. Right. But no, absolutely. Like, yeah, it sucks. And, she's, and she just wants to prove that she can win. And Priscilla, well, she's just happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have a question. Do they actually have a week, or do we think there are just some shenanigans going on up in here? 
What do you mean? Do they have a week to prepare these three looks, or is this just like producers saying you have a week when you actually have like two days to get everything? Because let's be real, they already had all that shit with them. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I know like they Ma- were working Madeline. on stuff there. Fair. Madeline didn't have any tea on that. Um, I, I mean, she said she like helped them a lot with their like, like the stoning and um outfits and whatnot and like hair, but um she didn't say like how much time. Gotcha. They had. Gotcha. Okay, so new confessional moment. Um, the we're now getting on the fly confessionals, um, which means they are oh, yeah. done in this moment in their costume. I guess that, they're wearing. that they probably stopped that like at the reunion because yeah, that's absolutely. they had all of them together right. and that must be when they filmed them all. Yeah, but I kind of like this. There was something better about the lighting on this. I don't know what it was. It looks <laughs> so much better. But first we get the on-the-fly confessional from Dahlia. Um, Dahlia wants to show the uh, distortion of pretty. For filth, she's going to be a witch and have a sacrifice on stage. For glamour, she wants to be a princess from the underworld. And for horror... She is going to do something inspired by living in Victoria's shadow. Okay. Uh, Love it. Interesting. I like these takes. Landon, uh, for Glamour, is going to the Met Gala. For Filth, Landon is going to take um, him out of work and back home to the dirty boy he is with a special guest star. That was funny once I realized what the guest star was. (laughs) Um, And for horror, it's the famously queer Wizard of Oz Tin Man. I did not know that reference, though. Was he queer? There was, I guess, there's some like queer version of the of Wizard of Oz that she pulled the reference from. Not quite sure what it was, but cool. Yeah. Priscilla's glamour is going to represent the struggle with addiction. Filth will represent her mother, and horror is true to her. No matter what you see on the outside, there is always a demon on the inside. <laughs> Listening to these three and then seeing what is then ultimately presented on the main stage, I'm here for it. They actually did what they said they were going to do. Unlike yep. some people on the show. What? Louisiana. Um, yeah. So Dahlia has made it very clear that she can stand on her own and doesn't need others to speak for her or her drag. She may have been a bitch this season, but she has no regrets. Priscilla came in doubting herself, but she's leaving the competition even stronger. She wants to represent herself because after this, she is all that she has got. And her new mom. <laughs> Landon started drag 10 years ago, and we learned that he lost his mom to breast cancer. And then we get the news that he had... Squamous cell sarcanoma, I believe that's what it was called, um, which is a skin cancer. Uh, we then hear him talk about meeting his wife, who helped him through the darkest times of his life. Every battle has brought him here, and his love for special effects, makeup, gross, bloody horror, performance, and the love of life came to a perfect blend. I'm so glad we are starting to learn the backstory. Because you remember when I was bitching about it? It's like, I want to know Landon's backstory. I want to know about the cancer. We're finally getting it. Priscilla says all the dark demons are going to stay behind and drag is her new is her new addiction. Um, I worry that drag is an addiction because that's an expensive addiction. So are drugs. Yeah, it's still very expensive. Find find a hobby that's free. Like what? Breathing. <laughs> Drinking water. No, girl, you got to pay your water bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true, true. Dahlia wells up because this is all she wanted and dreams are coming true. It's really cool when Dahlia does show actual emotion sometimes. Because she's a real human. She is. She is. Landon is here to represent Dragla to its core and to take it to the world because this art deserves to be seen. And I agree. Everyone needs to see this kind of monster drag. Yeah, it's so... no, so, That it's on Netflix, everyone will. Exactly, because <laughs> who has Amazon Prime? Only... 
a third of everybody, right? <laughs> no, nobody watches shows on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you're right. I was like, wait, I've, uh, I think I've only seen like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla Chambers is apparently known as the mother of the trailer park or the State Fair Butter Princess, which I would love to break down and analyze because I don't know what that actually means. <laughs> um, do you have any takes on what a State Fair Butter Princess is? It makes me think of like that movie Butter. Where they like, it's like butter carving at yeah. like a state fair and they just have to make like really elaborate butter sculptures. Oh my god, now I want to see a Priscilla Chambers butter sculpture. <laughs> That's funny. Landon has so much more to show, but honestly, what is there beyond perfection? What what else does, she, does he have to show? <laughs> um, worse stuff. <laughs> Dahlia thinks it's destiny. Child. You just rolled your oh. eyes. I know that was a really bad joke. That was a really bad joke. What's very interesting in these confessionals is we have no underscoring, and it's really powerful because at this point you get to hear all the words they have to say. I thought it was really cool. I don't know. It's just a me thing. It's the next day. The monsters bring in their goodies, and interesting, Dahlia says, Final day, ladies, or gentlemen. And Landon responds, Either is fine. I just found it very surprising response when it comes to use of pronouns. I know I have not been perfect on this podcast and I want to do my best to honor what every individual wants to be referred to. So having Landon out of drag allowed this was kind of a cool moment. Um, let's be real. If it was hollow, we would have had a whole dissertation. Um, I guess hollow was in DC this uh, last night and heard it was a fun little show. They looked dope. I saw the yeah. videos. Um, uh, Brady said that uh, one of the staples flew out and hit someone in the eye, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but Yikes. those staples, they're dangerous. Priscilla says the past week has been hectic because she ended up changing her horror look because a prop didn't come through. So now I guess we're going back to the question of like, how was it actually a week and what? Does she like Amazon Prime something? Oh. It's really funny. <laughs> um... <laughs> Dahlia had issues with her skin dress, and Landon had issues with his glamour look because the fit of it was not what he wanted. They get their final looks together, and from what we see, things look like they should be shiny and fun. Um, Landon doesn't get the luxury to use bare skin as a curvy king, so he airbrushes his bodysuits as we watch him work on his Tin Man look. Landon uses elements from previous looks for his filth look as sort of an Easter egg to the fans at home uh, to spot the items. Um, I don't think I saw them all, but I would love, I'm sure there's someone on Reddit or Instagram or somewhere that had like spotted every single reference from all the other looks. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Priscilla got her sketch to come to life and is inspired by Marilyn Monroe for glamour. Um, did you know that Marilyn Monroe OD'd a little bit? A little bit? A little bit. bit. That's, that was the, what, um, Priscilla said. Oh, I'm sorry, girl, sorry. Um, yeah, she OD'd a lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Priscilla is going to be uh, Succubus using elements of her original concept because this was the concept that didn't fully get realized because Amazon Prime failed Uh, Dahlia wants to showcase Dahlia because that's what Dahlia does she is stoning and working on her skin dress using latex and it actually came out like pretty skin looking Um, yeah it looked pretty cool Yeah, Landon discusses more about his battle with cancer he had a revisit of the cancer and had to take out some of his tongue and didn't know if he could eat or talk again. And he spoke and he said that he filmed a video for his fans on Instagram and uh, for his wife in case he couldn't. He woke up and couldn't ever speak again after surgery. It was a very scary moment, but everything was complete and no further treatment or, or surgery was needed. 
and again, I am very, very glad we got this moment. I begged for it earlier, and this is how um, this was how it was certain we knew that Landon was the absolute winner of the show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like that sounds terrifying to um, not know if you're going to wake up and ever be able to talk or eat again. Yeah, that's. I couldn't go through that. That would be t- awful. Um, I kind of did. You go back and try to find the video of what of the Instagram post that Landon left. No. Yeah, I didn't either, but I kind of want to watch it. I know I'll probably end up crying. All right. It's time for the floor show. You ready? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been, like, looking for Priscilla's, like, glamour look, and I'm like, where did it go? Oh, no. Well, let's talk about the Boulay's look for a hot it. second. Um, first off, we get this really, like, weird montage with the giant latex gloves and, like, the um, it's, like, they look like spiders and demons or whatever. Um, and then the like they're wearing these giant clear hoop skirts with like black, um, a black black and deep red latex corset, um, and their hair is very much Marilyn Monroe glamour. Um, I don't mind the look; it's typical for them, but understated. So the focus will be on the monsters instead. It yeah, works. They didn't really try to like outshine anybody. No, it, it, it works. So the winner of Dragula will get twenty five thousand dollars cash prize, courtesy of American Richard, a custom crown, scepter, and jewelry package from Fierce Drag Jewels, and the title of Dragula. It's a fine package for Amazon Prime. <laughs> Maybe Netflix will give them um, their own Netflix special. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. I mean, World of Wonder does that for um, Drag Race UK because there's no prize there. <laughs> anyway. Fame. Um, is it? Yeah, they're famous now. Yeah. Before we get to the floor show, the Boulets decide to show us the audition videos of the finalists. I loved it. So did I. I, I thought this died. was amazing. So we're going to go, um, instead of like beat by beat, we'll go by contestant and talk about some of the highlights of it. Uh, Dahlia Black is first up, and it's her playing on a very makeshift Ouija board. Kind of cool. Uh, then we see the interview portion. Um, she's wearing this very odd look with the giant-ass titties um, in like, the see-through top and like the giant blonde hair. And... I imagine this is how a Florida woman looks. <laughs> like she's just a typical girl from Orlando. Yeah, this made sense to me. Like this, <laughs> I could see this. Pro- this is probably like her glamour look. Or no, no, I don't know. Maybe it's not glamour. I don't know what it was, but it was just a very funny look. That's so funny. Uh. Um, and then there's the honk for uh, necromancing moment. Um, that was funny. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, didn't we, ne- didn't necromancing happen during the Dungeons and Drag Queens challenge or something? Wasn't that, someone was a necromancer. Wasn't that metal one? Yeah, there you go. Um, Priscilla's video starts off very, like, 70s artistic in its filming style, um, but I'm gonna say it, that the queen is not the monster we saw on this show. Whoever that person was, was not the person that was on this television program. It was, like, very different. Um, also his boy name is Cody Wood, and tell me that's not a porn name. Um, she's trans though. And now, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, at that time. I don't believe. She no, was. she wasn't. She wasn't out during the show. Right. I think. Right. It was after filming. Yeah. Um. Also, that uh interview look with that like boring deep red wig and the makeup. That again is not the person we saw on the show. Um, I looked at it and for a second I was like, "Is that Celador?" I honestly, if you pointed out fifty <laughs> queens, I wouldn't be able to tell you what she looks like. Who's Celador? Yeah, we've met. Um, and I just like don't remember. I don't know if I've ever seen her in drag. Well, don't worry. You'll get to do it tomorrow night during the... Will she be there? No, you'll get to see during the iconic or biconic segment. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get to tutor boot her iconic look, which is 
the promo link. Because <laughs> I have nothing else to use. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. Um, Landon is so well done and professional. That video, like, no shit this person's going to fucking win this show. Um, Landon says that he'll eat anything and cut to the montage of him eating the spiders on the show. Uh, funny, good. But I want to talk about that Trump look. Wait, go back. Did, what, is what, Landon what? the one that said, if you make me eat anything, I'm going to throw up? I will throw yeah. up on you. <laughs> yeah. She didn't throw, he didn't throw up on the show, but it was, it was good montage. I did like it. Um, but the Trump look, it wasn't as good as the Vivian, um, on Drag Race UK, but it was pretty, pretty killer with the tiny hands and the actual Cheeto dick. <laughs> um, funny. And that was, that was filthy. I liked it. I wish we got to see, like, the other queens audition. Jokes. I, like, I want yeah. to see Madeline and Eva's. I would, too. I would love there to be, like, an uh, 11th episode that has, like, all this um, extra things, and, like, behind-the-scenes um, yeah. footage. And you know what? Give me these um, audition videos, because you know who's I really want to see? Who? St. Lucia. Uh, honestly, y'all. <laughs> I want to know what she did right. I want to see y'all's skills, because I bet that shit's wild. Yeah. It, it must be insane. It's probably <laughs> it's very well done. Johanna. Oh, poor Johanna. I messaged her last night. I was like, are you a basketball player right now? Why are you wearing a um, mesh uh, She's basketball? She's okay? And then she responded. She says, it's lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> same. Same, same. Okay, so the Boulets say that the competitors have been playing at a very even level this season. And I call bullshit, but you do you. <laughs> okay. Um, there was really nothing even about this season, but go for it. So, today, we will be playing, and you're going to roll your eyes. Are you ready to roll your eyes? No. We are going to play <laughs> Super Monster or Rue Girl. Ah! <laughs> yes, we are shading that show. Deal with it, fans. Don't at me. Funny, right? It's funny. It's funny for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so we are going to start in the glamour section. And first up is Dahlia. You ready? Do you oh. have her? Um, you lost it already. <laughs> I lost them all. I've looked at this list a thousand times, and I'm like, they're so out of order. I'm so confused. I know, I know. Okay. But that's the one I remember the best. Um, all right, so let's dissect this. It's a stunning, stunning black floor-length evening gown with uh, white mesh arms um, to match the white face paint. Yeah. Um, the white slick back hair is not quite pageantry, but it's very regal. Um, she's really stoned for the gods. I think the only thing is I wish that the waist down of the dress was equally stoned since the top part sparkles so much. That's exactly what, um, Madeline said. I think it was just lighting. She said it was all stoned. Interesting. Um, okay. But she said, like, she was like, yep, during this floor show, you, like, can't see the bottom, like, shining at all. Interesting. Because that, that was the only negative critique I had about it because... I feel like we've seen a lot of black and white looks from Dahlia, but this is truly glamorous, and for that, she is an absolute success for this challenge. Toot. Toot? <laughs> you want to give it a, It's Super Monster? Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember what you said. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the thing It was were. only seconds ago, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a Super Monster. This was an absolute success for me. I love this a lot. Yeah. I think this was maybe my favorite of the night. Um, yeah, no, absolutely my top look for the yep. night. So it's, I was real pumped that it was, like, the first one they showed. I know, right? <laughs> well, next up, we have Landon's glamour look. Um, you ready? You ready? Do you have it up? No. <laughs> no. Um, but I remember I hated it! Yeah, so this is very, like, Joan of Arc realness. Like, I saw this and I could see Andy Starling wearing this <laughs> in the Met Gala. Um, I love how the silver of the hat and the shirt shine. Um, but the beat is very typical Landon. I love the addition of stones around the eyes to give that, like, extra little pop. 
overall, I'm underwhelmed. Simply because we have seen him exceed expectations. Yeah, I feel like he set the bar so high for himself in this. Which is, like, it's very stoned. Like, it yeah. looks um, like he put a lot of effort into the stoning. But literally, that's it. Like, I just hate... It's just not dope. No, and also, why the umbrella? <laughs> to, ha- to, to, like, make it do silver glitter down? Uh, Didn't really oh, work yeah, for I me. Guess so. um, I guess for the floor show, you needed some something, because otherwise, if he just walked out in this, it, was just, it had no impact, really. It's Yeah, it was uh, disappointing. Unfortunately for me, this is a Rue girl. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... And it's okay, Landon. You've gotten high, high marks all season long. You're okay to be a little... I mean, whatever. I feel like if this was a regular week, he would have been in the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so it's a good thing he saved his worst for the finale. Right. Next up is Priscilla's glamour look. Um, uh, that's the one I could not find, but it's okay. I remember it real well. All right. So I'm going to say this, and I don't mean to be rude. I think this was one of those moments where Priscilla got the sparkly fabric from Spandex House, yeah. ran out of money, so she used cheap plastic stones to finish the look. <gasps> Shade. Um, there is a very distant difference between how the garment shines. Um. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, Madeline was killing me. She was like, Oh, it looks good on screen because it looked like shit in person. That yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, <laughs> there was something really generic about it and bad. Like I love the concept, I really do. The yellow trail of um, uh, throw up down the center of the dress is evocative and marries the filth and glamour. Um, I love the makeup; it's quite stunning and maybe my favorite beat she's done. But honestly, I could have done without the pill bottles because they simply drew attention away from the glamour of the look and looked cheap. Um, yeah, I wish she had to, like, I wish it was more glamour. Yeah, and, and she's telling us earlier that she's going to have Marilyn uh, glamorous hair, but uh, that was not Marilyn hair. That was really bad. It was poorly constructed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know I love a white garment, but, like, I wish it was... Yeah, it didn't work. I liked it overall, but I, it, I wish she'd lean more on, like, the glamour. I agree. Um, but it, it is, in a way, true to who she is. She is going to be that down-south, trashy, glamour queen. For me, sadly, I have to give it a Rue Girl. I'm going to say Super Monster. All right, all right. Let's talk about who the winner of this round is. I think it's easy to say it's Dahlia, right? She wins the glamour round. Did we do all three? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, easy. <laughs> we can count here. <laughs> I was like, where's the third one? No, yeah, um, easily. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, next up is Priscilla's Filth. Um, okay. Ready? Ready? <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. I don't know what it looks like. Describe oh, it. I'll me. remind you. So she's going for a waitress at a disgusting diner. I get the story as she yes, squats over a bucket. Yes, it's the worst one. It oh, wow. Okay, abs- let's talk about it. No, no, no. In, like, the good way. It was so oh, yeah, gross. Yeah. Like, um, I, I feel like there the is clear, time. like, Butch pin- put in vibes in her concept by taking a filthy profession and using it as the launch pad for the look. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's a very basic look. This is a finale. This is the top three. I'm certain Madeline and Eva would have brought something stronger in a package than Priscilla is. That being said, it was... Filthy as all fuck. The performance was, like, everything. Yes, the cockroaches all over the body is predictable, but again, the storytelling is strong. 
I think the performance element for Priscilla was vile between shaving the legs over the vat of chili and stomping so on it and then ultimately pouring it all over her. It was, yeah, it was gross. The whole thing was so nasty. It was, yeah. Um, so, for, again, because we're not just looking at the looks, we're looking at the entire performance as a whole. This was a super monster by um, far. Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, this was gross, and I hope... <laughs> so And you know she's going to get hired to do this number once again somewhere. Ew, I um, hope not. I don't want to be there when she does it. Because <laughs> uh, Bitch Puddin did her um, uh, janitor number a couple times. Oh my god. Next up, we had Landon's Filth. Um, what Landon is selling is typical, disgusting dude with those gross tidy whities with a hand shoved deep down. <laughs> Um, eating day-old pizza and Chinese food. If this was, like, the Seven Deadly Sins challenge, this would be a sloth personified. Yeah. Um, since the look is almost equal to the performance, I understand why this was successful. I mean, between, like, the Fleshlight and the Mannequin, who was the guest star. Yeah. Um, as far as the look, it's all about the airbrush bodysuit. It's typical Landon. Um, and I think the gimmick of having all three, all the previous elements from the looks helps to sell it. Not as good as Priscilla, but this was still strong, and I think I would give it a super monster. I didn't like it. I thought it was, like, really basic. Like, yeah, it was basic. Her it definitely was, was like, literally just, like, my everyday life. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, eating day-old pizza and just, like, sitting on the couch and being gross, like, and, like, snot. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's me on my daily. <laughs> like, that's, you're not doing anything super special here. Wow, we just learned a lot about Seraphim. <laughs> Minus the panties and the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... Again, performance-wise, Landon is a performer, so that's maybe what I was reacting to, but... Like, it's a lot of props. The look a is lot just of props. a body... Or, like, an airbrushed bodysuit thing. Do you think she had to acquire all those things during that week away, or did, did they have those ready for her? For no, I bet he brought all of his own stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of crap to bring. Yeah, he definitely had a lot. Um, But from what I heard, he wasn't sequestered, like he, so he could have just like brought them from home. Talk about that a little bit. Spill <laughs> some tea. Um, well, at the viewing party, Madeline said that um, because he lived in LA, like right. he wasn't, he didn't have to like stay in a hotel. That's so bizarre. Yeah. What do you think that was an advantage or? I mean, I think it would be. Yeah. If you have like your whole house. Right. <laughs> because season one and two it was kind of, or season one at least was very very much that situation where yeah. they went home. Yeah. And then, yeah. So maybe that's actually his couch from home. <laughs> ah, probably. You know, that makes yeah. it kind of worse, though. Um, yeah, so I'm going to miss Super Monster. I'm assuming you're giving it a Rue Girl. Yeah, I hated it. That's fine. All right. Finally, Dahlia's Filth. Um, another birthing moment on Dragula. Groundbreaking, Miss Black. <laughs> um, the look itself was n- nothing memorable. Um, what was it? A naughty gray wig and a sack? She's wearing a fucking sack. Um, this came down to performance once again as she fucking slaughtered a baby with a baseball bat and drank the blood. Um, though there was a lot of blood and I don't think that it came from one singular infant. Um, and what was interesting of all of everything, this was the quickest of all the floor show moments because there was just nothing to see. It, it also really wasn't filth. No. It was horror. Yeah. It didn't work for me. It was a miss for me. It was uh, a definitely, definitely, definitely a rude girl for me. <laughs> sure. Um, who do you think wins the filth round? Um, okay, easily Priscilla. Yeah, I agree. Priscilla, Priscilla won that round. It was exactly what this challenge needed to be. 
Um, Dahlia's filth performance reminds me a lot of Victoria's horror. No, Victoria's filth performance. Mm -hmm. Where they both, like, have, like, a very clear concept and I see what they're going for, but it just kind of missed the mark on, like, what the bootlegs were looking for. Right. Like, where, like, Victoria, like, fucked a cadaver. Yeah. Um... It just, like, had that same kind of, like, energy. Whereas, like, and, and for someone preaching about not living in Victoria's Shadow all episode, <laughs> look what you did. Anyway, we're moving on to horror and starting off with Priscilla's horror. I feel bad for her because we know that this was, like, a last-minute idea that was adjusted due to the elements not working. So, it, at first, it looked kind of basic. Like, I think you have that blonde bob with the bangs, right? The, the hair that she wore? I probably do. You probably do. I think you do. <laughs> Um, if it's blonde, probably. Yeah. There was just nothing to this look at first. It was like a black body shaper and a bra and metal panties with the bat wings and blood all around. Um, did you find it yet? <laughs> <laughs> Call it out. Um, <laughs> I really don't remember it. So I, I mean, well, that's the thing. That's that's what that what I'm getting at. It's like at first, like there was nothing memorable about it. But the beat was exaggerated and cool and might have been like my favorite element of the look because why... It wasn't her face. <laughs> it was not her face. Bam. That's the reveal that saved the performance for this look. Um, once she revealed herself with the bald head and you saw the padlock earrings, I was like, this is kind of spooky. Oh, now I remember that basic ass wig. How dare yeah. you, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> that is a party ass city wig. Yeah. So rude. <laughs> um, but the reveal was everything I wanted. Yeah, yeah it was good. It, up until that point, it's like, oh my god, she. this is the worst top three moment we've seen. Thank God for that reveal. Um, any other thoughts on uh, Priscilla's horror? No. Yeah, it didn't meet expectations. I'm going to say simply for that reveal and how it works, I'm giving to Super Monster. Um, yeah. And I think it was it was really well done, because yeah. I was like, <laughs> she, her like, execution was like, Set the bar really low for this yeah. walk out and like trash, and then like reveal to something much better. Yeah, so, so good, good on that. Yeah. Next we have Dahlia's horror. Um, Evie oddly uh, called she wants her three headed concept back, and uh, <laughs> Sherry Pie would like her skin dress back. Ooh, Sherry Pie has a skin dress. Yeah, cool. um, it's so freaky. Um, that being but said, this was filmed. Was this filmed? Which one was filmed first? That's, I, I'm just being, I think Evie Oddly was second. So I'm just being a little bitch. Um, no, that being said, original, originality points taken off, execution points awarded. This look was perfectly horrifying. Um, yes. I liked she, almost everything about it. Yes. I think she looked fucking sexy in it because it fit her so well. Is it not the video not playing? It's not playing. Oh no. Um, but it's fine, I remember it. Um, the makeup was very strong as it kind of mirrored the other faces in a sense. Um, again... I like that the faces weren't all the same face. I was like, no, they weren't. I but was they, like, they, who they, were they? No, they were all different faces. I guess maybe it was a different face from each black family. That's what I was wondering, if they if she got like casts of her I, family. They, I think so. Um, um, it would be cool if they were like competitors. Oh, that would be fucking terrifying. Like if it was like Madeline and Eva, and like, that would be dope. I mean, if it was Madeline, that would make sense with the, the story she's telling, because it is... The black family. True. And she's grandma. Um, that must suck to be called grandma. Oh, boy. <laughs> she's not old. She's not. <laughs> um, just like, she, uh, yeah, like, Lauren Order is technically, like, what, great-grandma now? God. <laughs> <laughs> um, People having babies too fucking quick. So many, so many. 
Yeah, again, we only get a glimpse of Dahlia, and I wanted to see more from her, especially because this was the lighting moment that I was like, this is so grim. Maybe it was on purpose, but it was so dark. You couldn't really make anything out. I... I don't know. What really bothered me about this was that, just, like, the fit of the dress. Because she did, like, her no padding thing. Right. Which usually works for her, but, like, in this instant, it just looks so boxy and, like, weird fitting. Interesting. Uh, maybe, maybe, again, because it was the way it was lit, there was one angle, like, when she was slithering down, like, the runway, like, she, it made her look very sexy. But it, you're right, it was very straight. Yeah, because, I can't remember, like, did she wear her big titties? No. Okay, I no. just felt like no, this, she was, it was just, very, it was, like, very, like... It was very flat, yeah. Um, I still think I would give it a super monster, yeah. simply for the concept. No, yeah, I just wish she was, like, padded or something, I yes. guess. And finally, Landon's horror look. Um, Alright. Okay. Dragging Dorothy's dead body onto the stage was so smart. It's such a unique twist on horror. The look itself may not have been everything, but killing off a beloved character was right on for this challenge. From the second you saw the tie of the corset, you instantly knew this was an Abraham Levy creation. Um, so clearly, uh, that was either ordered in a week or, um, this was he had it already. Um, come on, money. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's a cool look. <laughs> Abraham just... Levy did so much this season. I know, right? <laughs> um, he's probably on retainer for this show. But no, I think it was a cool look, but we've just seen better. It was a very okay look for me. It's just not what I wanted from top three. Yeah. Again, I think Landon was very much saved by the performance because he sold it. I mean, destroying Dorothy was so cool. Yeah. Um, for me, I would give it Super Monster. It just, it was a miss for me. It just wasn't as horror, horror like, it wasn't enough horror. Yeah. So, who wins the round for horror, then? For you. I'm um, going to say Priscilla. I'm going to say Dahlia. Okay. So, it, it really was, based on this final challenge, it could have been anyone's race. Yeah. I mean, interesting. Up until like the finale, like I, it, it was ob- very obviously um, Landon's game, and then like he did the worst in the finale. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was almost like it was done on purpose because, like, I think if Landon came out with three killer looks, I wish he did. Yeah, do you? Would you have wanted him to save some of the earlier looks for now? Um, I don't know what would fit, like. I mean, I'm sure the hospital horrors could have worked for the horror. Um, yeah, but, like, I don't know. When I hear horror, I don't want to hear, like, I don't want... Well, let's play this game. I don't want to think of a what, character. I mean, perhaps one day you'll get on the show. What would you do for the three pillars of uh, Dragula? I don't know. You don't know? Think on it. Next, next time we record for season four, <laughs> um, well, you'll have your answers. But uh, we get one last montage of all the monsters being killed off again. Great. Filler, filler, filler. Uh, we get a voiceover of some of the judging. Some of the judging. It's so, it's so weird. Yeah, so starting with Dahlia, they say her glamour was classic, evil and dark. Her horror look was, as they said, iconic. Um, and her filth was sexual and violent. Priscilla was a celebration of being messy. Underneath the pristine face is a perverted suckiness. It was absolutely disgusting and fabulous, fabulously wretched. And they loved Landon's filth, diving deep into the depravity. He is so powerful and always knows how to deliver a story on stage. They say he is a great performer. Yeah. Cool. Do you remember the three crowning looks at all? A little bit? 
No. Uh, so Priscilla is wearing like blue with white polka dots and red fur. Um, it's very, very her. Uh, down south trash for sure. Dahlia has her Dahlia eyes in a, in a stunning Victorian white gown and white hair. Um, and I guess you didn't want it enough, but it, I thought it was, I literally wrote, I know Seraphim wants it. <laughs> um, and Landon, well, Landon is, and his huge regal mohawk is royalty and is dressing like he is about to be crowned Dragula's next super monster. And spoiler, he did. I hope that blood washes off that costume. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> but it's so good. It was so... It was Because you know they all got that blood splattered oh, on them. Yeah, because they have to f- so film all three endings. Sucks to have... Well, that's why I was like, Dahlia's in the stunning white, 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 white. And we're and not even going to get to see it, like, never, ruined. Never, ever. Um, yeah, so Landon Sider is the winner of Dragula Season 3. With Landon dominating the entirety of the season, this was not the most dramatic ending. But... To the right monster win. Yeah, I I mean, for, like, I'm being, like, pissy right now because, like, I feel like he, he just really disappointed me in the finale. Um, but up until the finale, he was, like, literally killing it at every turn. Yeah, I was very, very impressed. Um, so I got some burning questions for you. Rate this season on a scale of 1 to 10. I don't think it was as good as last season. I would agree. It I was think... really well produced. Yes. There was, like, some misses. Like, I don't feel like the competitor... I don't know. I liked the competitors better last season, like, overall. Um, and, like, I liked some of the challenges better. And I liked some of the movies better. Yeah. I feel like the, there was just a very different narrative last season because it really... at by the final four, it was anybody's race. Yeah, I truly... Like, we didn't know that Abora was going to be eliminated. There was a very good chance Abora could have been in that top three. Yeah, I was pretty gooped. And I mean, then when was... you had the top three, you didn't know which direction could have gone. Yeah, if they had, like, kept maybe, like, Madeline or Eva for, like, an episode or two longer, um, and sent, like, Priscilla home earlier... Or Louisiana? I... That's what I meant, Sorry. Um, yeah, I, really I, I honestly, the well, because they're a family now, so it makes sense. <laughs> no, honestly, I think Louisiana is why my score would go down to maybe like a six and a half, seven, because she was just not what I was looking for on the show. Yeah, she was just, I mean, she was just there for, like, I really, yeah, I don't know. Like, Madeline and Eva were just gone too early. Um, it was almost in a sense, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but their presence on the show seems more like a publicity stunt as opposed to what their purpose on the show really could have been. Because they didn't look stupid, but they weren't made out to be the stars that we already know they are. Yeah, um, that's true. I yeah, I don't know. The whole the season was kind of disappointing. It was. I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. Um. Like, they didn't do my favorite challenge, which is, like, the basic bitch challenge, mm-hmm. um, which I always think is so funny. Yeah. Because um, it really pushes them to a different li- a limit. Yeah. I mean, they weren't also, they also, they weren't, like, as, like, there wasn't as many, like, monstery queens this season. Um, there was, like, more, like, glamour queens. Yeah. Like, there was no, like, um, Ursa Major or, no. like, Frankie Doom or, like, Abora. <laughs> I mean, the closest thing I would say was Hollow. Oh, I was going to say Yaska. Well, Yaska's, I think, almost too, as the, in their interpretation, it's too jovial and bright for their world of monster drag, you know? Yeah, I mean, 
And that's maybe what should should they have a post-mortem and discuss the season, listen to the fans at all. Maybe that's what they need to look at for season four and how they cast it. Don't bring people on who you're going to know that you're not going to judge fairly. I mean, so, but the thing is, like, especially I've noticed with TV competitions, queens have a certain aesthetic already and they're not, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're not super willing to, like, bend out of that. And especially when it's a competition where you have to bring everything with you, you can't really adjust in the moment. True. Yeah. You can take critiques to an extent, but you can't fully change the person you are. Yeah. Especially, like, Yavska's looks. Right. Like, if she planned, like, all these things, and then they were like, hey, we don't really like this, you should change it. Like, hello? Like, she has, like, full-ass top-to-bottom costumes. Like, yeah. she can't remake that quickly. So... Aside from Madeline, obviously you see Madeline's shows. <laughs> if if there was a Dragula contestant from season three coming to New York City that you would drop everything to see, who is it? Eva Girl? Yeah, I agree. I want to see Eva really badly. Yeah, I love Eva. And I think Landon as well. I really want to see... I mean, I did see Landon when he was when she was here. Really? Or no, no. No, sorry. I saw Talia. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, Landon was here? Uh, no, no, no. I would love to see Landon here. Yeah. Like, I want to see Landon do the um, the fire trick with the guitar. I don't know what bar in New York will let that happen, <laughs> but um, maybe... Um, I would just like to see him $3 bill. Yeah. period. I think, it would be, I think it would be really cool to have, like, a Dragula show at $3 bill. Yeah. Why not? Someone, let's make this happen. Who, who, do we have, who do I have to call to make this happen? Madeline. Yeah, let me... I'll reach out to Madeline. And, and, <laughs> it's um, like the New York queen. Yeah, you're right. No, I think, I think that's what really is the biggest takeaway for me with Dragula this season is because it was so well produced, it's reached another level of viewership. Yeah. And I think we're going to hopefully have a bigger, better season when it comes next. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Do you think Dragula will be back? I'm sure... I mean, it's on Netflix now, so I'm going to say yes. I think if it didn't move to Netflix, I would have been, I don't know anymore. But now this big move, this was the power move, this is what they needed, we're good. Yeah. Um, But I now ask you the question, will we see season four in All-Star first? I'm assuming season four. Um, Maybe, like, season four then on All-Stars? Yeah. I would love to see an All-Stars. Who do you want on All-Stars? Who do I want on All-Stars? I want Disasterina. Naturally. I want a Bora. Naturally. I would like, I know it's not going to make a difference, I would like to see Erica Clash again. Yeah. Uh, who's moving back to New York. Very excited about that. Um, I want to see Meatball. I want to see these people who have, who have become superstars post the show. Yeah, I think Meatball. Meatball would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, and from this season, I want to see Madeline Neva get a, a fair shake at this. Yeah. I will say right now, I know it'll happen. They're going to put Louisiana on it. Don't want to see it. They probably will. They love her. They are obsessed with her. Um, I really want to see, like... I want to see Victoria back. Because I feel like... Now, here, here, here's a good thing. Do you want to see Victoria and Dahlia? And, and Mad- Madeline. And Madeline. A whole fucking clan. There you go. You know what? That's the TV we need. <laughs> wow, that would be insane. No, I don't think they would ever put all three of them on in one season. I think they would just... That, they would wait. That would be like a like a Rolaska talks moment, and um, maybe that's good TV. I, I mean, that was the best All Stars for Drag Race. Yeah. Um, could you imagine the three of them, and then also maybe like James Majesty? 
I would love to see James back. Um, she took a long time to grow on me during the show. Um, but by the end, I really liked her. Yeah, I could never. It was it was the attitude. I was like, you are so entitled. <laughs> you, you just, you, oh, oh, oh. And didn't I'm, love it. Abora has my heart already, so yeah. like, I would and, love and to see her. And she won a big pageant contest competition yeah, show. Whatever so, that long title was called. She's got money for that. <laughs> um... Now I want to flip the question. Who do you want to see on season four? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's so many, like... I mean, I think like, we both would love to uh, see, like, Desiree Deck. Yeah, I would definitely love to see Desiree. Um, I don't really know, like... I'd like to see Avant Garbage. That'd be cool. Um, Lord knows she, she would need it. I don't really know. I feel like they're, like, more underground. Like, even most of the competitors this season, like, yeah. I didn't really know of. Like, St. Lucia. Yeah, um, like I knew like Eva, Avi. Oh, I would love to see Creme Fatale. Yeah, uh-huh, I don't know uh-huh. if she would ever do it. Um, I don't know, maybe. But I would love to see that. Um, or Androgen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're incredible. Yeah, I think the other big takeaway for Dragula this season was not only did they crown a drag king, but this season had a drag king and an AFAB performer on the show. Yeah, and lots of non-binary yes. folks. Will this open the door for other programs? No. Drag Race is going to do it. They're trash. Yeah, if, if, it, <laughs> if it was going to happen, it would have happened for season 12. It, it's season 13. If it's on there, it's a gimmick. You know? That show's rough, girl. Yeah. And now there's like 50 billion spinoffs. There are so many. I can't wait for... Um, oh, no. No, I was going to make a bad joke. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So we were the mini extermination challenge as we were supposed to just do if we were all here was going to discuss the group tattoo obviously. <laughs> um, I mean it's still an option. The other option would have been well you still can get mummified because you never did that one. Um, it's still a no for me, dog. <laughs> so I guess technically there's no mini extermination challenge, but for getting through the, the season. MTA. No, well, I is... made it here on the MTA. How many times? That's yeah. an extermination challenge. Well. You... I have something for you afterwards as a thank you because it's the first time I've had um, a rotation of a guest for an entire season and I enjoyed it. And maybe maybe if you want to do it for season four, if it comes back or All-Stars, you're more than invited to come back. Yeah, girl, I'm down. You know I love talking... Um... Drag. Yeah. Most, <laughs> most drag. Most I was going to say trash and I was like, I didn't really talk trash. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're good. No, nice. because I think that's what I appreciate about you is you, were, you brought your opinion and I... You have a very different perspective than I do, and that's what's needed on a podcast. Yeah, and like me and Zoli had like very different opinions and exactly. like very different personalities. Absolutely, which made it um, well. Interesting. Plug yourself. Where can we find you on social media? <laughs> Go plug yourself. Um, you can find me on Instagram at SarahFimNYC. That's S E R A P H I M N Y C. And on Venmo. Um, it's tip me, please. Tip her, please. She needs money. Yeah, I'm so poor. <laughs> well, Seraphim, this was a pleasure. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been such a fun season. Yay. The biggest thanks to Seraphim for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.